What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our online Water's Edge Sunday morning worship experience. Once again, like we say every week, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for hanging out. For those of you that continue to share these digital services with your friends and family, thank you so much for doing that. Continue to do that and we hope it's very, very helpful. Also, for those of you that continue to give online, thank you so much for your generosity. It helps us love people and help people and feed people and serve people and minister to our community. Thank you so much for doing that. Also, we want you to know that if you're a local listener, our live and in-person services are back open 9.30 and 11.15. So if you'd like to experience a service live and in-person, come hang out with us. It's a completely awesome experience. But again, thank you so much for hanging out with us online. Today, we start a brand new series. You know, sometimes in life, you don't know what to do. Sometimes life is just so confusing and hectic that you just go with it. And so today, we start a brand new series entitled this, I Want to Know Because I Need to Know. And let me just explain that to you in this way. Sometimes in life, we don't know where to start. Sometimes in life, something happens to us and we don't know where to begin. There are things that we want to know because there are things that we absolutely need to know. And the reason why we want to know these things and need to know these things is because of what you and I have been through in this life. Because of what happens to our mind, we need to know. Because of what happens to our heart and our relationships, we need to know. Because of what happens to our outlook on life and our feelings, we absolutely need to know. And so in life, probably, we all need to admit this, there are certain things that we want to know about life because there are certain things that we need to know about life because of what life has done to us. Now, on Facebook lately, I've noticed that there are these pictures, these old pictures circulating of the Prion Lake Mall from the 1980s. And I love looking at those pictures of the mall from the 1980s because it's so nostalgic. But the mall doesn't look like that anymore. It has changed. And to be honest with you, because of online shopping and Amazon and all those types of things, most malls aren't really popular anymore. There aren't many malls anymore, which means things have changed and sometimes things change forever. Now, I have to say this, and I want to say it in this way. You can know something in this life, and then you can know about something in this life, and it is very, very different. You can know something because you've been through it, and you've experienced it, or you can just know about something. And so sometimes you don't even necessarily believe something until it happens to you especially if you just know about something in this life. And I guess something that I knew was true, but I had a hard time believing was this. Sometimes something can happen to you in this life and you're not gonna go back to the way you used to be. Sometimes something can happen to you in this life and the bottom line is this, you will absolutely never be the same. Now, most people already know that, but it's really hard to believe and understand if you haven't been through something that has changed your life and changed you forever. But if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about, that sometimes things can happen to you and you know, I'm not going to go back to how I used to be. And so today, as we start this series, this is a question that I want us to look at and focus on today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Notice this. Something confusing or painful has changed my life forever. So what do I do now? Where do I go now? Where do I start now? How in the world do I bounce back and go on from here? This is what I want us to talk about today. And has there been something that has happened to you in this life and it has absolutely changed you forever? And you know, I'll probably never be the same because of this. 
This has happened to me, and deep down, I probably need to admit to myself that I'm just not going to be the same. And maybe what has happened to you has happened to other people, but it hasn't necessarily devastated them. But it did devastate you. And regardless of how they responded, it has certainly left you wanting to know, how can I start over? How can I go on from here? Because my life has been changed forever. Something similar happened to them, and it didn't change their life forever, but it happened to me, and it has changed the way I think, feel, and see the world. How do I start over? I was talking to somebody very close to me a couple of weeks ago, a family member, and something had been done to them that deeply, deeply hurt them by someone else. And the person that hurt them eventually told them this, hey, either forgive me or move on. Either let it go or move on. To which the person that I'm close to, my family member, said this. So literally, they get to do nothing for crushing my soul. This could possibly change somebody forever when you go through something like this. And have you been through something that has changed you forever? And when I say change you forever, it does. It literally changes the way you think. It changes the way you feel. It changes your emotions. It changes the way you process and deal with your emotions. It changes your inner strength. It changes your future. It changes the way you see people and connect with people and trust people and love people. It moves you from living in joy to living in survival. It moves you from feeling safe to feeling uncertain because this thing happened that changed you forever. It moves you from feeling confident to feeling confused because this thing happened and it changed you forever. And It also changes your hope and your outlook on life. And regardless of if you had a part to play in it or not, it still turns your life around in the most confusing way. What loss has changed you forever? What heartache, what pain, what confusion has changed you forever? What broken relationship, what circumstance and what storm has changed you forever? And if life may never be the same, if your mind may never be the same, if your feelings, if your relationships may never be the same, if they're not gonna go back to the way they used to be and you know my life has been changed forever then what in the world do I do now where do I go from here many times I find that this specifically is something that so many people want to know because this is something that so many people need to know my life has been changed forever I need to know how to start over because I've been through it I had a friend of mine from Stark several years ago. Now, I have to tell you this about Starks and just about the country where we all grew up. You know, back in the 90s and 80s, you didn't really take things to a trash dump back then. If you had a yard, you'd just burn it. (laughs) You'd burn it in your yard. Uh, There'd be yard fires going all over the place out there in Starks. I remember one day my friend was burning a bunch of trash and leaves and limbs and all kind of stuff in his yard, a big old fire, but... What he had forgot was a long time ago, some people just threw some hairspray and aerosol cans in that trash dump. He forgot about that. Well, when he lit that thing on fire, those cans exploded, and he had severe burns on several parts of his body, and he had to go into the hospital for months, and this is what he told me. He said, I was not prepared for the mental strength and the resiliency I needed when I was in the hospital, and they were treating me how they were treating me to help me heal. The, the pain and, and the scraping and all these things. He goes, I was not prepared for the mental strength and resiliency I needed to deal with it, but I quickly tapped into it because he said, Tony, I, I had no other choice 
but to tap into my resilience. And for years when I would think about him and how he would deal with being burned and recovering, it got me thinking about that word resilience and how do you bounce back after a painful experience that changes you forever? How do I survive this? We have to understand that as people of faith, bouncing back and resiliency is a part of our story. And, and, and bouncing back after trauma as people of faith is absolutely possible. Notice this today, Psalms 145, 14. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads. The correct way to understand Jesus, God, the God of love in the Bible, is to understand how he sees you. And this is how God sees you. His first and main desire His first and main priority when life is beating you down and ripping you apart is not to criticize you or judge you. It's to lift you up. When life is so heavy that it changes you forever, God's not upset with you. He's not mad at you. He's not distant from you. His first and main desire is to lift you up with love and give you resilience. And so sometimes we just need to learn how to tap into it because God has instilled it on the inside of us. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 9. Paul says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Notice the breakdown. This is life. This will change you. Pressed on every side by trouble, but not crushed. This is difficult. This will change you. Perplexed, but I'm not going to let despair overwhelm me. Hunted down, that'll change you, but God's not going to abandon you. Knocked down by life, that'll change you, but it doesn't have to destroy me because of our faith in Christ produces resilience. And so when something has happened to you in this life and you know it has changed you forever and you're asking, where do I go from here and where do I start? This is where you start. If you're still with me, Sam, still with you. Start with building resilience in your life. And so because of that, here's a good definition to start with. If you're still with me, Sam, still with you. Resiliency is defined as the ability to bounce back from negative emotional or traumatic experiences. When we're under this kind of pressure, we need to be resilient because surviving it is trying to find new ways to build a new better and a stronger you. So very quickly today, and here's the teaching part, here's the free therapy part, let me give you some practical steps, steps we can take to build resiliency in our life. And specifically because we've been through it, we've been crushed, we've been knocked down, we've been confused, perplexed, changed forever, and it left you to deal with it and to pick up the pieces. And so in order to be resilient and to bounce back, we have to take some steps. Today I wanna give you those steps. The first one is this, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Practice an active coping style, an active coping style. And this is what I mean by active. It's called problem-focused coping. And this is what you do when you practice problem-focused coping. Now, emotional coping means that you just try to deal with the emotions that you're dealing with based off of what has happened to you. But problem-focused coping means this. It means that something has happened to you, and in order to deal with it in a healthy way, you have to eliminate the other stressors in your life that are keeping you 
from dealing with it. I had to do that a while back, not too long ago. I had to eliminate certain stressors in my life because it was keeping me from dealing with something that it deeply changed my life. And that's what problem-focused coping is. You try to eliminate the other stressors so you can actually get down to the issue. Because what happens is this, when something changes us, a lot of times we let all the other stressors in our life keep us from dealing with what has changed us and it drags on and it just hurts our heart. But it also means this. It means something has happened in your life and you'll never be the same. And so active coping would be moving forward, understanding that you can't go back and get the life that you used to have. Active coping would mean going forward, understanding that your life is not going to be the same. It's going to be different now. The next thing is this. Work towards acceptance. It's hard to accept because you didn't want this to happen. And if you didn't want it to happen, then it's hard to get to that place of accepting it. It didn't factor into your plans. This didn't factor into your dreams. This didn't factor into your goals. This didn't factor into your future. But it happened, and you can't undo it. It has changed you. Experts tell us that acceptance always leads to better outcomes in our life when you're faced with something that you can't control the outcome of. So if you get to a place where you can accept that I have to surrender control of the outcomes, then it produces much more results, better results in your life where we accept that this happened. When you accept that, this is why it's so, it produces positive results. When you accept that you can't change this, then you can focus your energy on something else. And this is what the something else is. It's building resiliency in your life. Because if you keep focusing on not accepting what has happened to you because you didn't want it to happen, then you're never going to get to a place where you can accept it and start focusing on what you really need to build in your life, and that's resiliency, because you can't go back and change it. And if you're spending your time trying to figure out how to recapture your whole life, then you're not going to focus on what you really need, and that's to build that inner strength to get past what devastated you. The next thing is this, if you're still with me, Sam, I'm still with you. Surround yourself with positive social support. And you can find that support from friends, family, therapists, people you go to church with, people in support groups. But make sure that you surround yourself with positive social support. And that helps you build resiliency in your life. The next thing is this, make sure that you're growing a healthy faith. It's been proven by statistics that people who hold deeply spiritual beliefs, who pursue God and try to follow Jesus, usually end up building a greater inner strength and resiliency than people who don't. Because only God can give us strength, but at the same time, we also find strength from all the social support of being around those people that love God and pour encouragement on the inside of us. So make sure that your relationship with God is growing. And then the next thing is this, and remember this today. Create a vision in your head of where you want your life to end up. We visualize this. This helps us recover. Our mind and imagination can be our greatest enemy or it can be our greatest asset and weapon. And so one way to overcome this pain that has changed you forever and to build inner strength and resiliency is to set some future goals for yourself and then visualizing yourself accomplishing those goals even though you haven't yet. Get your mind out of the past. Get your mind out of all the negativity and all the guilt and all the shame and look towards the future and create a vision in your head that you're working towards. 
even though it hasn't happened yet and it may not happen exactly the way you envision it, set some goals, dreams, use your imagination, get a vision and go forward because your life is never going to be the same, but you have the opportunity now with resiliency to build a brand new life. Amen. One way you can do that is to keep track keep track of your negative thoughts. If you have two negative thoughts, then on purpose, create four positive thoughts. If you have four negative thoughts, then on purpose, create eight positive thoughts and go forward and build resiliency. And then the last thing is this. If you're still with me, so I'm still with you. It's find inspiration. There are powerful stories out there of people who've been through things in life that were devastating and they bounced back. And you can find these stories in scripture. You can find these stories in your friends and family. You can find these stories in support groups, recovery meetings, at church, and the lives of your friends. And these stories inspire you. Information does not inspire us. Stories inspire us. And when we hear a story or see a story of someone bouncing back after life has been devastated, it can't help but cause you to rise up on the inside. And your life is a story. And one day, the story of your life, as you bounce back and build inner strength, will cause someone else to find inspiration, and they'll bounce back. And your story will be a part of their story. And our story is a part of the Jesus story. And that's when people look at our lives and say, man, we want what they have. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We absolutely love you. We cannot wait to see you back next week.